everyone. Welcome back to Tennis Picks and Bets here on the Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, John, at JR Tweets Tennis on Twitter. Now, not the greatest first week of a slam that we've had. Much better at the French Wimbledon, but we still have a week to get things going and try and get back into some profit for the U.S. Open as we kick off the second week on Monday. That is the end of the fourth round of matches. And before we get to the picks, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the Mayo Media, Mayo Media Network YouTube channel, and of course, comment with your favorite picks for Monday's action down below. And if you prefer it in audio format, Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets, The Mix has you covered. Rate, review, subscribe at your favorite podcast app. We'll start with Belinda Bencic and Iga Shriantek. We're going to take the underdog money line here at plus 113, just because Belinda Bencic has been playing some incredible tennis of late, of course, Going to the Olympics, double meddling, both in singles and doubles there. The hardcourt season has looked pretty strong for her, and she has looked absolutely sensational at the U.S. Open. Her last win against Jesse Pagula, a real eye-opener. That was a stern test, one that she was actually a favorite in, and I didn't know if she should be. She proved herself extremely capable, and she proved that she did deserve to be the favorite in that match. And now takes on Iga Sriantek, who frankly has been incredible, is one of the bigger names on the WT Tour, and is the only player this year to have reached the second week of every single Grand Slam. That is impressive in its own right. However, quick courts are not her friend. In early in early goings of Grand Slams, perhaps she can get through when she's playing, you know, some lesser-ranked players, but against tougher opposition, this is not exactly the most conducive kind of Grand Slam for her to succeed. And I think going up against someone who moves well, who redirects pace very well and who's in great form like Belinda Bencic who and Belinda of course does enjoy the quicker surfaces more so than the slower ones I think this is going to be a good matchup for Belinda Bencic and I've been waiting patiently all week to fade Iga Sviantec in some capacity and I found the opportunity here with Bencic so Bencic money line plus 113 sticking with the women we're going to play another underdog money line here with Bianca Andreescu at plus 133 against Maria Sakkari of Greece and look this is, an, this is a really intriguing one. Uh, Bianca has not been the greatest this year. She's been very up and down. Of course, injury troubles have hurt her for a few years now since winning that U.S. Open against Serena a few years back. Uh, the injury problems have just seemed to accumulate more and more. But this week, she has looked really strong. Her first match kind of struggled through it. Didn't look great against Victoria Golubic in certain parts. She was very strong. At, towards the end of the first set, not so much in the second. And then the third from a breakdown looked incredible. And she's had these bouts of looking unbeatable and looking like she can't put the ball in the court within the same match. But the second and third matches of the U.S. Open, she's looked like she's put it together. And when she has her game going, she is the best player in the world on hard courts, bar none. And so if you've, get, if you've got the best player in the world on hard courts at plus money, against someone like Maria Sakkari, who's known to struggle when closing matches out in on big stages. You've got a U.S. Open titleist here, Bianca Andreescu. I don't know how you don't back her. Had she looked more shaky in her second and third matches, I suppose, yes, maybe go back and, and be a little apprehensive here. But the way she's progressed from her first match, by the way, Golubic has been great this year as well. The way she's progressed from looking a little shaky there to being absolutely dominant in her last two has me thinking that this is the Bianca of old. This is the Bianca of Indian Wells 2019, U.S. Open 2019, and Miami earlier this season. And I'm going to back her at plus money in this situation. Finally, the last match I want to talk about, Riley Opelka 
on the money line against Lloyd Harris at minus 118. I think this should be closer to about minus 130, minus 140. I am a big fan of Riley Opelka right now. I'm not the biggest fan of his game per se, but unlike most near seven footers with huge serves, he is not nearly what we call in tennis a serve bot, someone whose game is predicated solely on his serve. He actually moves better than most guys his size, and his return game is far superior to that of, say, someone like John Isner or Ivo Karlovic, uh, fellow really tall guys that, again, are pr primarily or uh, serve-oriented. Riley is sneaky good when it comes to return, and when you have someone that has this big of a serve, you don't necessarily write off every service game as a hold, but you are certainly more assured and more confident in that player than someone who doesn't have that big of a serve. I am going to go ahead and back him against Lloyd Harris here. Look, Lloyd Harris has had a breakout campaign. He's had a great 2021. There's no doubting that, especially on hard courts, where he has a winning record against top 20 players this season. But Riley Apelka is a different beast. Dennis Shapovalov is someone that can lose to anyone on his day. If his game isn't working, he doesn't have a plan B, and he, and he commits a ton of errors as he did last round, he's going to lose. And so while it's a good win for Lloyd Harris, I'm not someone who's going to give him a ton of credit for beating Dennis Shapovalov because, frankly, Dennis Shapovalov beats himself all the time. In this matchup, he will have to be extremely on point on return. He's going to have to hope Riley Opelka, Opelka misses a lot of first serves. And even then, his second, Riley's second serve can still carry him through service games. And when I get the chance to back someone who the, the match is on their racket at minus 118 in this spot against a non-top 25, top 30 player, and it's only slightly juiced to do so, I'm going to take that chance every time. Riley's form has been great this summer. Of course, he made the final here in Toronto. He's now looking really strong at the US Open. I He hasn't dropped a set of tennis just yet. So I'm going to go ahead and take an informed guy who has a massive serve to carry him through his service games at minus 118. Thanks again for watching. Again, make sure to subscribe and hit the bell so you make sure you get all notifications from the Mayo Media Network. As we head into football season, it should be a big one. We'll be back again to talk about quarterfinal plays tomorrow.